0: I, uh, I saw a homeless man on the street, and I wanted to help him. And uh, I didn't have any cash on me, but I did have a belt with Joel discount code. And I said, "Listen, Mister homeless man, if you if you can get a little bit of cash together and subscribe to this service, I guarantee that you will make money. This is not gambling. This is an investment." And he said, "Really?" You know what? I was panhandling yesterday, and I made a few hundred dollars. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to invest this money. He bet with Joel, and he did. And over a long-term investment, he he just kept making more and more money. He got off the street. He got himself a house, a place to stay. He cleaned himself up. He got a nice, sharp cut. He was looking real smooth, real nice, real proper. You know, he he. He shaved, he didn't have a beard anymore. He started wearing suits. He looked like he he was a goddamn Wall Street investor, but he was a bet with Joel investor. You know, he wasn't very responsible with his money. He redeveloped an old cocaine habit. You know, he started... He started paying escorts to hang out with him and, and dance with him and, you know, put their titties in his face and things like this. And he, you know in another six months, I did see him back out on the street again, but that's that's beside the point. The point is that Bet With Joel got him off the street in the first place and it can get him out of there again. And that's, that's what a lot of you guys need because I see a lot of you cats out there wearing, you know, t-shirts with holes in it and not the good type, not the fancy type, not the Kanye ones. I'm talking about, you know, you should really be wearing it to paint your house and you're wearing it out to dinner and shit. You look like shit, dude. Get your money up. And a way to do that is to join Bet With Joel, betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code Potty Exclusive 50 that's Potty Exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription or um, POTTY30, P-O-D-D-Y-3-0 for 30% off the NBA package. And that's a beautiful deal. Because the NBA and the AFL are the two packages where Joel Where Joel really gets gets the edge on the bookies and, and in those two seasons, that's where you're you're really gonna make your money. Okay? And those two seasons are both live right now. So sign up and get your fucking money up. You know, no one's paying you any respect driving a fucking 98 Honda Civic. You need to drive a fucking Range Rover, dude. Look at you. You're not even wearing any jewelry. What? (laughs) Get your shine on brother. Bet with Joel is the only way to supplement your income. You want want to make two incomes? You're making money at work and while you're at work or sometimes while you're sleeping. Bet with Joel's making money for you. What? Dude, you got dusty old fucking Air Force Ones. Get some fucking Gucci flip flops, Duke. Get your money up. with slash ref slash welcome to the potty enter promo code potty exclusive 50 or potty30 for your discounts. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party, bang bang! it's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum P.I. of podcasting, the captain, the fucking, I was gonna say some really foul shit, but let's just say I'm the Ross Geller of podcasting cause I really love this shit, bro. I really love this shit, and I would marry it if I could, and hopefully not get a divorce for once. How's everybody doing, man? How's everybody doing? I've been I've been on the road, and that sounds you know that sounds like some dope comedy shit. Like I just did a tour or something. Nope. nope. I went I went on the road for my nine to five. I was just in a small town called Mount Gambier, which is in rural South Australia, and rural's a word where. You know, they, they're really trying to test your, you know, your your oral dexterity with that one. R- rural, 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 you know, it's so much easier to say country, but, you know, we'll, it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro, for real. Uh, but yeah, I went to Mount Gambia and you have to take one of those tiny little bitch boy planes, bro. And I'm not into that. They make me, you know, I don't get motion sickness and I don't get, um, you know, flying sickness or whatever. And I don't particularly like flying. And those planes make me feel like today's going to be my last day type of thing. That's what, that's what I feel like on those, on those motherfuckers. So, so that's tough, man. And you know, even if you fly business, like you pay extra for business on that plane and it's literally the, the exact same seats as, as the back. And I got, you know, I got an exit row and I didn't, you know, I didn't have to pay for it. You know, my work paid for it. And I don't even know if they paid for an exit row, or if they just, these motherfuckers just saw me and put me in that shit. And you got to agree to being able to toss a door out a window, bro. And I've I've tossed many things out of windows before. And I don't think I've ever thrown a door out of a window, but I believe. I believe in myself that I can do that. And I tell them every time, yeah. And I say, no, I don't have any questions. And the way they do the speech, it really, it doesn't leave much faith for me. They really talk to you like this, this motherfucker is going down and you need to help when it does. So that's pretty fun having that, you know, panic inducing conversation before the fucking planes even left the ground. And, you know, they say takeoff and landing is the most... Likely times when there's going to be a problem, you know, and this, this plane's in the middle of like, you know, taxiing to, to do its takeoff. Right. And, and they're telling me like, get ready, get ready to, uh to help us evacuate. And we're, and she's like, yeah, and we're all going to be screaming, evacuate, evacuate. And I'm like, what, why, why? can we not have this conversation over the phone, you know, a week in advance or something instead of doing it on the fucking tarmac? This shit is savage, bro. And then what? If I freak out, they're not going to let me off. They've already backed out of the the thing. And I hate these small planes too. Like, cause it's like fake private. You got to walk, you got to walk outdoors to get to this motherfucker. And it's like, So you get that type of experience, like that private experience, but then you still sit on the plane with 30 dudes, 30 people. And, you know, you still got to walk through the airport. You still got to do security. And it's like, if I'm going to do all that, get me one of those tunnels, bro, aero bridge or whatever they call them shits. Don't make me hit, don't make me hit the earth before I fucking get on the damn plane. You know, once I'm in the airport, I don't want to touch earth again until I'm at my destination. But these motherfuckers are making me touch earth, bro. Touch earth before I even get on the plane. So that's, you know, that's pretty disappointing. And then I'm sitting in this this exit row and the guy in front of me, I don't know what he's doing, but he's really bringing his elbows back through the gaps, like where the armrests are. He's bringing his elbows back and he's hitting my fucking knees. Right. Constantly for the whole flight. The flight was about an hour or something. And this dude's just constantly bringing his elbows back. And I'm like, what are you, are you dancing up there? What are you doing up there? Infuriating, bruh. And honestly, if we did crash, I think I would have opened that emergency exit and thrown that motherfucker out. And I would have put, I would have put the door back up and said, all right, let's, Let's get, let's get going again. Let's sort this shit out, get this engine running and leave this motherfucker right here. I hated that dude. I didn't even see his face because he was sitting in front of me. I didn't see his face the whole time. I didn't even see it at the, at the end of the flight because he gets up and he's in, he's still in front of me walking off the plane. I didn't see this dude's face. And I, I think he's probably lucky for that because, uh, you know, if I, if I saw his face, I would have remembered him and, you know, I, I went out for dinner by myself. I went and I just went to a restaurant and got some, you know, some, um, some chicken, like not, not fried chicken, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be healthy and all this. I'm not drinking at the moment. So I got some chicken and veg and, you know, I could have seen it. If I saw him there, cause they give you a sharp knife when you get meat, right? I might've cut this motherfucker up. And I'm just saying like, that's not a threat. That's just, you know, basically lucky I didn't see this guy's face is all I'm saying and i do next time I'm on a flight not that flight because that their business class doesn't even matter but i'm not i'm making a declaration right now that i'm no longer flying coach or economy that's that era of my life is over it's done business or above only, and when I say or above, that means just business, because above that is, you know, that's a different tax bracket, and I'm not quite, I'm not really close to that bracket yet, but business, I can handle that, I can handle that, I've done it, I've done it before, and, you know, maybe I shouldn't have, because I know the difference, you know, I I did business on the way home from China, and that was a beautiful thing, and I did, you know, I've done business on these little flights uh, to Melbourne, but th- those planes, the business class is still a step above the other the other one. Unless you're on a bullshit uh, uh, airline like Jetstar. And, you know, honestly, don't, you know, I'm not going to get a sponsorship from Jetstar after this because I'm about to tell you how terrible Jetstar is. Jetstar is a glorified regional express plane. It is just a larger version of the turd that is Regional Express. Don't do it to yourself. Oh, it's cheaper. It's 50 bucks, bro. What? It's 50 bucks. Don't, you know, you know, sign up to bet with Joel and you're not gonna have to fucking worry, you know? These don't like, oh, yuck. Yuck, dude. Absolutely disgusting shit. Real foul. Real foul, bro. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, nothing good really happens on planes, dude. It's either, it's either like you get there safely, which is the good thing or, or it's terrorism or, or someone's elbow on your kneecaps. And that's essentially terrorism. And I'm, I've fucking had it, bro. And why wouldn't you make, why wouldn't you make flying an enjoyable experience? Why? Why? Why do you have the seats so fucking close? You know? Take out one row, which is, you know, six six seats most times, and, just get, and then just move everything, you know? Give us an extra inch, you know? I can't... They come by and they're like, here, have a bag of chips with fucking three chips in it, right? And I can't even eat it because my knee... Is jammed up against my fucking chin, so I can't have that. Cause there's not enough space to even eat a bag of three chips. Whoever the CEO of Jetstar is needs to sign up to bet with Joel, honestly, and get their fucking money up to really increase the luxury, dude. Not, dude. Why? Why would you have bullshit options? Why wouldn't everything? Why wouldn't everything just be luxury? Like my, my girlfriend, Rachel, she works for Range Rover and there's, you know, there's Range Rover Sport, there's Range Rover Vogue, Range Rover, um, Velar And then there's this little bitch machine called a Range Rover Evoque. And it's essentially a fucking Toyota RAV4, you know? There's, it's a, it's an SUV with no leg room and no, no space in the trunk. You can't even put, we put our dog back there, right? And felt sorry for it because there wasn't enough room for the fucking dog. So why do you make that? If you're a luxury car brand, why do you have a car that's not lux? That takes away from the whole situation. You may as well be selling secondhand Corollas. What the fuck are you doing? You know, if you're going to be deluxe or luxury or fucking upper class or first class, be that. Don't say, oh, and here's the one for poor people, you know, fuck poor people, bruh. (laughs) Tell those motherfuckers to get their money up. Sign up to bet with Joel, dude. You know. You know, there's poor people out there that are casual drug users because they can't afford to even maintain a drug habit. Bruh, get your money up and become a drug addict like a grown-up. You know? <laughs> this shit's wild, dude. Why would, yeah, why wouldn't everything just be lux? I don't understand that. Because you know they still don't pay fuck-old to do it. It's still bullshit plastic materials and shit. Like, just have more space. You can still have your shitty chairs. I'm not telling you to make a whole plane full of first-class capsules, you know? You'd only only be able to have 40 people on the plane. But just take five fucking rows out, you know? And let us have some damn room. You guys get it. You guys fucking get it. The only, you know... (laughs) I had I had one opportunity on a plane to to do something. I was on a plane with John Lithgow. You know, third rock from the sun. Um he's the king in Shrek, whatever his name is. Um, what else is he? Harry and the Hendersons. Um, what else? John Lithgow, you know him. Uh he's He's like, he's American, but he's got that rich American voice and he's now an actor and he's rich. And I'm pretty sure he, he likely had that rich voice before, before he was an actor, you know? And that's one of the accents that I really, well, I'm not very good at accents to begin with, but like, you know, it's pretty easy to, it's pretty easy to just like, to just put on an American accent. But then when you're trying to do that, that rich one that it's like, it's like British, like posh British slash American. It's a wild accent. I don't know how, I don't get it, but he's got it. And that's his life. That's how he really works. And I, he was, and yeah, of course he was sitting at the front of the plane. He was sitting in business. And uh, so I could have chatted to John Lithgow. I could have been like, John what's good bro like and this is before I did potty so so it wouldn't have even gone anywhere but it would be nice to have talked to him but I don't really talk to strangers I let him go but you know you should talk to him you know he's not you know he's not my you know number one like if I could have anyone come to my house for a dinner party like John Lithgow's not invited you know what I'm saying but you know it would have been cool to have a chat with John Lithgow or John Lithgow I don't really know how to say his name but that would have been cool, bro. But instead I just let him do him. And he was probably happy with that because that's why you sit at the front of the plane. And so the, the poor cunts don't bother you in the back. But that would have been cool to even him to really go full Harry on me. Like I'm, a, I'm at the front of the plane with him and I'm like, John, what's good? And he's like, is this your seat? And I'm like, nah, I just, I just thought I'd come up here and have a chat with you. I really respect what you've been doing. You know, third rock from the sun and, you know, setting up my boy fucking Joseph Gordon-Levitt for success. And he says, you know, he says, he says, go, come on, get out of here. You know, like he does from, with Harry, you know, Harry's a Sasquatch, Harry's a Bigfoot. And he, you know, he falls in love with the family and the family, you know, fall in love with him, but the whole neighborhood tries to catch him. And so John goes back to the woods and he, he tells Harry, you know, get out of here. You know, he's not trying to be mean, but it, it's a Bigfoot. He doesn't fucking know what, what you're saying. He doesn't speak English. Go, come on, go, go we don't want you anymore. You know? And I would have loved for John to fucking do that to me and send me back to fucking, you know, the poor people seats, but no, I let him go. And that's, you know, that's one interaction with a famous person that, that could have happened and never did. And I think I told you guys this, I ran into uh, Alicia Keys in um, Barcelona, Barcelona, and she she had big security guards with her, so of course I didn't speak to her either. But the the real question is is that her real is that her government name Alicia Keys or is that like a pun because she plays piano? And when I said piano, I meant to say piano. And that's the real question, dude. Is what is Alicia Keys' real name? And it, yeah, hold on, we're gonna have to we're really gonna have to Google that because that's honestly that's a good fucking question, bro. That is a good fucking question. Uh. Alicia Keys. No, see? So it must be a pun. Her name is Alicia Orgello or Orgello Cook. See? And they've just called her Alicia Keys because she does piano. Right? And that's, yeah, that's pretty punny. That's pretty punny, bro. But that's another celebrity I let walk right by me. And let me tell you this. When I see her on Instagram and shit, I'm like, yeah, she's attractive, but I don't, you know, I don't really go like, damn, no shit, that's one of the baddest bitches I ever did see. But I'll tell you this, seeing her in real life, in the flesh, she may be the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Like, Instagram doesn't do her justice. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. And she, hey, I'm not saying she doesn't look good on Instagram. She does. But, you know, there's all these naked Instagram bitches with you know, bolt on titties and, you know, whatever else they're doing, you know, making modifications, body mods. Then you walk by Alicia Keys in real life and you, you straight up, you know, your dick gets real hard. Okay. That's what happens. Uh, and I was, <laughs> I was walking through the poor part of town too. I was going to the hard rock cafe in Barcelona, and she walked by me I was like, holy Hannah, that's Alicia motherfucking keys, bro. And then the only the only famous person I you know I've really had a discussion with is Andre Iguadala, NBA champion. You know, from uh, you know, Philadelphia 76ers, Golden State Warriors, Denver Nuggets, maybe even, Miami Heat, Memphis Grizzlies. He's been around, he's a journeyman. Finals MVP, Andre Iguadala. And that's my second cousin, or or something, I believe. Third cousin, second cousin, I think. And I didn't know this at the time when I met him, but when I was in China, and with these, you know, this is this all comes full circle because we just talked about you know me coming back on business class, China. And yeah, I talked to him. He he came he came to the uh, the Nike camp that I was at, and. Uh, He's Yeah, he's there and he's he's doing drills with us and shit. And we ch- chatted. And so I met him before I found out he was my cousin. You know, we're talking basketball. And I, I actually I actually dunked on somebody. And this is in China. So it was mostly Chinese kids. And there's like five Australians. And I dunked on this Chinese dude and broke his leg. I dunked on him big time. Dick in mouth type style. And uh, it got Andre... Out of his seat. He was standing on his feet fucking pointing and yelling and laughing and shit. And this motherfucker's on the ground with a broken leg. You know? So that was dope. That was some family bonding before, you know, really family. We knew we were family. And he still doesn't know, but I know. Cause I went, I went uh I went to Springfield, Illinois, where my dad's from and where Andre's from and found out that my dad's cousin. Is Andre's dad, and I think if if your cousin has a kid, I think that becomes your second cousin. So I, so so that'd be Dad's second cousin then. So that'd be my third cousin. Shit. So I think Andre Gaudet is my third cousin, bro. Which is wild for the night, but no, maybe my dad's uncle is Andre's dad which would make Andre my dad's cousin and my second cousin. Fuck, I don't know, bro. I don't fucking know, bro. But yeah, so so that's fame. <laughs> Welcome to the party is also brought to you by Phoenix Fitness, FNX Fitness, and you know you know me, I'm I'm off the drink for a while, probably for another few weeks. I'm trying to lose some weight. I'm trying to get gain some muscle. And sometimes you get sore and you need some protein. Sometimes you need to get swole. You need some creatine. Sometimes you, your joints get sore from going for runs. You need some fish oil or krill oil. And Phoenix Fitness has all these supplements for you, man. So if you wanna if you wanna join this fitness bandwagon that I'm on, you wanna get thin, you wanna get muscular, you want, you know, you want people to desire you. For once, even though you can't do shit because you're in a committed relationship, but you just want to feel like you've still got it. Or maybe you want to, you know, maybe you want to take, make your life take a left turn. Maybe you want to cheat, get caught cheating, lose everything you've got and live the rest of your life in a shadow of regret. Well, the the, <laughs> the first, the best way to do that is is get involved with Phoenix Fitness and really make your body look nice. And at least... You know, while you regret everything that you've ever done for the rest of your life, at least you can look good doing it. Go to the Instagram bio or the link in this episode description to go to Phoenix Fitness and enter promo code WTTP for 15% off any order. Okay? And enjoy that. Please enjoy that. Oh yeah, it's news time. It's news time, and there's really some shit going on in the streets. Bad Bobby, bad Bobby, the fucking rapper. Cash me outside. How about that? Remember her? Yeah. Well, she's 18, 18 years old. She um she's on OnlyFans, and OnlyFans. That's uh. That's how you make income by doing really nothing, doing nothing. You can go on there and, you know, show your titties, swing your titties around, open up that, you know, that vagina. And, you you know, it doesn't really matter what your vagina looks like. There's all different types. You can have one of those little skinny ones that looks like a designer vagina and you might be lucky enough to be born with one. It's basic genetics. Or you can have a big meaty puss with you know, that looks like butterfly wings when you really open it up. You can have all of these and there's dudes out there that like it and they're going to do comments like, oh yeah, I want to suck on that and why don't you come here, baby, and sit on my face and, you know, it's a weird thing to write on the internet and really put yourself out there like that because one, they're not going to respond to you and two, it's not going to happen and it's wild to think that it would. But yeah, Bad Barbie's on there and she's, or Bad Baby, I don't know how to say her name because I don't care. Uh, Do I like her music? No, not particularly. Do I like her as a ratchet hoe? Not really. Do I respect that she turned just being the most ratchet teenager in the world into a multi-million dollar business? Yes, I do. I do respect that. But she's 18 now and she's um, she's on OnlyFans and the hype is real. The hype is insane and I don't get it. It still seems like pedophilia to me. If you wait, if you intentionally are waiting for someone to turn 18, that, that means you've been thinking about it while they weren't 18. And you got, you know, you got enough self-control to to wait until their 18th birthday. That's, so what? That, that, that makes you innocent based on patience? That's disgusting, bro. And you need to really look in the mirror. Take a long, hard look at yourself and figure out what your rap name would be. Because if if she's called bad baby and you're looking at her and you're thinking, oh, she's bad and she's young enough to be a baby, we need to lock you up, dude. That's some real foul shit. I'm off that. I'm fucking off that shit, bro. But yeah, she's on OnlyFans. I don't know what you got to pay to get involved in it, but uh, I I likely believe that that it's not that it's not worth it and that if you do, you do get involved in it and tell me about it, I'm calling the fucking cops. Okay. Uh, There's a little bit of gossip coming in uh, from the the Joe Budden podcast. Okay. So Joe Budden, uh, you know, famous lyrical rapper uh, from one of the best supergroups of all time, Slaughterhouse, love and hip hop. Lots of different different things this man's been a part of and he's fucked it all up, okay? And and this this podcast was huge. They got the bag from Spotify. They fucked the bag up, fumbled the bag, okay? And his his co-hosts Rory and Maul. Um and Maul is Big's brother. Big is he like started Rockefeller, okay? Rory Moore, So, so they they you know, they probably got a bit mad when, when Joe fumbled the bag. Joe's keeping a large portion, portion of the cash for himself. And Rory Moore, I think, are fed up and they've left the show. They've left the show. And, you know, it's called the Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden's the one people really give a fuck about, he's the one that developed a following. These two are really hangers on. more if he's not hanging on to his brother, has been hanging on to Joe Budden. Honestly, let's be real about it. And Rory, I don't know who Rory thinks he is, but he thinks he's so dope, bro. Both of these cats, they think they're so cool, man. Like, oh, so cool. And like Joe Budden, you know, he's he's part of Light Skin Nation. So he's, he's an emotional dude. I, I really identify with him. You know, I don't I don't have as much trauma in my life as him. I don't, you know, I've got no no history of addiction or nothing like that. But this man, this man really knows how to ruin parts of his life. And it looks like he's self-destructed the podcast, maybe, maybe, I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it other than Rory and Mole, they left trying to do this power play. And I don't listen to the show anymore. And it's basically because of Rory and Mo. I. I couldn't I just couldn't understand the egos on these two uh, essentially nobodies. Okay. And um, you know, Joe Budden's ego is pretty fucking healthy itself, but he's you know, he's famous. He's he's the reason that these motherfuckers are on the show to begin with. They're you know, they're riding coattails. Do 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 I have any interest in a in a spin-off podcast that's just Rory and Maul without Joe Button? No. And I find it hard to believe that anybody would. So it's a it's a strange move by these two cats. But this is this is this is the type of drama that we have in the podcast world, you know? We used to have money making Mitch in here, pressing buttons, helping out. This motherfucker thought he was better than the, than the show and he moved. He left, and uh, you know, none of us respect him for it. None of us, none of you guys, the listeners, none of us in this room, which is just me, and uh, you know, what's his name, Saint Saint Jeff of Goldblum. We don't respect Money Making Mitch for leaving, Dante that's different. That wasn't beef. That was just location based. This motherfucker really, you know, he has to do basketball. He has to travel doing that. And we don't live together anymore. And I wanted to keep doing the show. So I went solo. I should have changed this shit to the Clay McMath podcast, but welcome to the potty is the best name in, in podcasting. Uh, We won the award. We won the, uh, we won the award for best podcast name. Uh, And uh, you know, you might have you might have noticed when I spoke with Ian Edwards last week. Oh, by the way, there you go. I was talking about famous people earlier <laughs> that I interacted with, and now I've got a podcast and Ian Edwards comes on the fucking show, and that's a beautiful thing, dude. That is a that is just you know, that's you know, that's magnificent. That's really what that's really what you want, that's what you come here for. That's why you do this is to get people like Ian Edwards on the show. Um and that was fun, man. That was a fun chat. But what was I talking about? Oh yeah, I mentioned to Ian about the the Mark Rapaport, Kevin Durant shit. And that's I didn't wanna I didn't want to put Ian in a in a tough place, especially because he sees, you know, he sees rap around the comedy scene, whatever, but um that was some real sucker shit he did releasing another man's DMs is some real sucker shit. I don't care what he says. Handle it like a man. And he's telling, you know, he's telling Durant to man up and handle it like a man. Releasing, this is, you know, this is like a, this is a real bitch fight what's happening here between rap and KD. I think it might be over. I don't know. But rap, you know, releasing another man's DMs is a real bitch move. And I, you know, I, I love rap. I love Rappaport. That's my fucking manhunter of but that's that's not that's not the way to do it. That's not how you get it done, bro. And I know he's an emotional dude again, so I identify with that. I think I've learned, you know, I may no even at my most emotional, I don't think I don't think I'm releasing DMs. That's that's snitching, bro. That's snitching. And I've got beef with a guy from college right, he was in my team that thinks, um, he thinks that I snitched on him for cheating on his girlfriend, and I didn't, I didn't do that, and it's not something, that's, you know, it's guy code or whatever, you know, I'll tell you this, if, so, if someone's coming to arrest me for some shit that I didn't do, and I know who did it, I'm snitching, bro, I'm not throwing my life away, I don't give a fuck about the streets, bro if I'm getting arrested for some shit and I'm going to, I'm going to get five years and I know who really did it. I'm snitching, bro. So I'm not, I don't give a fuck about whatever your, your street code is, but I'll tell you this guy code. I'm not, you know, if I know that my friend's cheating on his girl, I'm not, I'm not snitching and I never did. Okay. So let me just clear that up real quick. So he thinks I did. So he, you know, he hates me or whatever. And that's, that's, that's that's neither here nor there. Right. But that's, you know, you don't snitch, you don't, you don't put, you don't air people out like that. No, you don't share DMs. It's a direct message. It's a private message. You know, sometimes people give me feedback on welcome to the potty. They'll send, send me a text like, Oh, fucking love this episode. whatever. And before I like, sometimes I post it in the stories. And before I do that, I say, Hey, do you mind if I post this in the stories? So people can see that, you know, people are really enjoying this shit. You know? Cause you don't just post people's DMs no matter what they say. And you know, KD got mad, disrespectful, saying he's gonna spit in his face and no one uh raps wife doesn't even respect him and all that. And he, he got pretty savage with it. But you gotta you gotta have a conversation with him and be like, hey, look, that's too far and I don't appreciate you talking to me like that. I know we're, you know, we're going back and forth right here. But my main issue was, you know, I, I I said some shit about you not not taking an interview seriously. And now you're talking about my wife, man. Come on. You know? It got out of hand so quick. And then instead of just having a conversation, it was some real bitch shit, bro. Real drama in the streets. Real drama in the streets lately, bro. <laughs> For real. Motherfuckers are out there really getting emotional, you know? Do you like good coffee? I know I do. I like it so much that I started my own fucking coffee brand called Bung Bung Coffee. It is premium coffee. The best coffee you can find. It is consistently premium. There's no, there's no differentiation in the color of beans in the taste of beans in the length of roast you understand me this is the best coffee that you can fucking get in these streets right now and i'm telling you that for real you know you sprinkle a little bit of water on these shits and you get it you get a fucking nice coffee to drink for yourself so follow bung bung coffee on instagram Go to bungbungcoffee.com and buy yourself some either ground coffee or coffee beans or a keep cup. Because we, you know, we're trying to do safe things for the environment. Get in there. And uh you get 15% off as a welcome to the potty listener if you enter code. Let's do let's just do potty. Code party. Yeah, 15% off. Okay, and that's, you're welcome. You're welcome for that. Well, uh, bungbungcoffee.com, the best. Clean energy too. You drink this shit, you focus up and you don't feel all speedy. You don't feel like you've just taken a bump of cocaine. You just feel focused, you feel awake, you feel ready to work, ready to grind, ready to make that fucking money, ready to start an OnlyFans page, okay? ready to throw the guy sitting in front of you on your plane out the motherfucking window, dude. It focuses you in on the task at hand. BungBungCoffee.com. Get involved, okay? You won't find better coffee anywhere. I'm telling you this. I'm just being honest with you. Wild shit's been going on in sport. I'm going to focus on NBA though, really. Um, Paul Pierce. I don't know where he was, Vegas, Miami. I don't know where he was, but he had, he was smoking blunts. He had hoes in the background. And now he doesn't only have blunts and hoes, but he's also probably picking up an unemployment check because he's been fired from ESPN. Because you know, Disney owns ESPN, so you can't be on Instagram with blunts and hoes and all this. And you know he goes he goes on his Instagram and he he ma- he he posts this thing about um, being uh, fall, f- falling twice and getting up three times. And I don't know, I don't know what that sentence means i don't i've never heard that before i don't know if it's real or if he just made it up paul pierce you know because if you fall down twice you get up twice and then you're standing i don't know how you get up three times from falling down twice it doesn't quite make sense to me and maybe i'm taking it too literally but i'll tell you this i love paul pierce for this bro because he was a fucking cornball for his whole nba career yeah he could ball he was corny as fuck, bro. Uh, and, Man, you corny. And honestly, bro, this month he won me over. He got he got me. He looked mad, mad insecure though. He kept doing this thing like <laughs> when he was when he was addressing it on Instagram. I'll see if I can hold on. See, this is why I need this is why I need a fucking assistant. I'm, I hate typing and trying to talk at the same time. Instagram. And we'll see if we can play, if he's still got his video up. He might have deleted it It's Paul Pierce. Uh, P-A-U-L. Paul Pierce. The truth was his nickname. And he still calls himself that. Oh, shit, his video is still here. Let's watch it. You guys should be able to hear this. One thing about haters and everything. Look, but check it out. Bigger and better things coming, baby. Don't worry about it. You fall twice, you get up three times. You know, just always remember to smile, baby. Yo, just want to thank all my supporters. Damn it. Hold on, let's check his story here. Maybe it's still in his story. Damn, it's not. Because that's just a snippet of what his his video was. And he kept going like this. (laughs) And it was the most insecure shit it was the most insecure shit I've ever seen. And I don't know like that might not be funny to you guys, but that shit sure is funny to me. Uh when when people were trying to be not insecure, but they are set insecure. You know, but yeah. So that's the first thing. And then Draymond Green's getting some backlash. He made some comments about um the women's the women's pay gap in sport and he was talking about uh like instead of just making comments and complaining about it do something like go on strike or whatever is what he was saying cuz you you complain but you go out there and you you keep playing for this bullshit money if you want more money get a different job you understand you know the pay gap in like business i think that they've they've changed that a bit that's that pay gap's closing but in sports it's not but here's the here's the thing is it's it's a business. Okay? And it's the same in acting, and I've gone over this before, and I don't I don't understand what's so fucking difficult to understand here. But I'm gonna break it down for you. Let's let's use NBA and WNBA for examples. NBA sells out night after fucking night. Okay? Their merch sales are through the fucking roof. Everything. You know, NBA TV, people are paying to watch this shit, okay? WNBA, not so much. People aren't buying jerseys. People aren't buying merch. People aren't buying tickets. People don't give a fuck. People aren't buying basketball cards. People don't want to play a WNBA video game. Do you understand where, like, all this money is going into the game where people are running faster, jumping higher, you know, shooting better. It's just, dude. I don't, I, it's so basic. And then, you know, could the NBA spend more money on marketing for the WNBA? Maybe, but do you think it's marketing? Do you think it's people aren't aware of the WNBA? That's why they're not going to games? Or do you think it's they want to watch? They just want to watch a better product, you know. And maybe this sounds ignorant, but it's just the it's just it's it's ob- it's objective. It's men's NBA is objectively more entertaining than women's NBA. Okay, so. So so it just moves more product. You understand? There's more money in the men's sport because they bring more eyes to it. There's more eyeballs. There's more asses in seats. There's more jerseys moving, more hats moving, more shorts moving, more basketball cards moving, more video games moving, more DVDs moving, more rugs moving, you know? Orlando Magic, more blankets. You know, I've got an Orlando Magic blanket. In this house right now, I've got a Kobe Bryant action figure. Do I want a Lisa Leslie one? I mean, if I had it, I'd be like, oh, dope. Would I buy it? Probably not. Okay? So there's more money in the men's game so they get paid more. And that's what it is. Okay? And that's the job you chose. So I understand, I'm on Draymond's side here. You chose the game, okay? If I'm, you know, if I'm a fucking gardener, I don't look at lawyers and think, well, why are they making so much more money than me? That's not fair. I should be getting paid what lawyers get paid. You chose to be a gardener. If you wanted more money than whatever you get paid, I think the average for WNBA is like 200 grand a year. whilst the NBA, I think like the minimum is like a million a year. But like, if you know that before you go into it and you want to make more than 200 million, 200,000 a year, go get a job that makes more than 200,000 a year. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, you know this before you join up. And there's a, there's a reason for it. It's market share. Okay. So if you're an actor versus an actress, now this is a bit different because acting acting you can be as skilled. But like if Meryl Streep's in a movie, yeah, she's gonna get forty million. If fucking I don't know, who who's an actress that's not not big? Um, you know, Alyssa Milano. All she did was fucking charmed back in the day. Like no one cares. No one wants to, if there's a poster and it says Alyssa Milano on it, I don't give a fuck. So yeah, she'll probably get 2 million for that movie. If that, you know, I'm just using, I'm just using round numbers. She might get, she might get 200,000 or fucking 30,000 depending on the budget of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Meryl Streep, same movie, Faux mil. You know? Brad Pitt, same movie, four million. And then you go down the ladder and you find you find fucking You know who's a who's a male actor that's not really doing shit? You know Joey from Friends, what the fuck's he been doing? You know? Matt Matt LeBlanc. That French motherfucker can get 40 grand. Do you know what I'm saying? Whoever brings. Butts and puts them in chairs, bruh. They get the money. Meryl Streep, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, fucking Jennifer Lawrence, Scarlett Johansson, Chris Evans, butts in seats, cash in pockets, okay? It's not that hard to understand. I'm on Draymond's side. Shout out to Drake mod <laughs> we're on that we're on that nickname basis bro um and that's sports that's sports bro and don't forget to go to the welcome to the potty website and get your merch uh welcome to the potty easy money jumpers are available for pre-order uh, and if there's not enough pre-orders the guys the people that did order it don't get them so fucking. Go to welcometothepotty.com slash store, get an unsourced t-shirt or an easy money jumper and uh, enjoy that shit. This shit's butter soft and swagged the fuck out. Swagged the fuck out, bro. I think we need to we need to go to a little bit of, um, what is it? Advice? Is it advice time? We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right, let's see what we got here. And the emails. Oh shit, this is wild. And this one's coming in from a girl called Alicia. Oh, too long. You know what? We'll just do one advice because I like the title here. And this is coming in from Alicia. And it says, uh, subject line is, is my cat getting molested? <laughs> Oh, shit. I like that. (laughs) Alright, this is from Alicia. So, my friend adopted this young outdoor cat who was always hanging on our porch a couple months ago. The cat is maybe a year old now and had been hanging out in this area since he was a kitten. Uh, When she went to get his shots done, a checkup from the vet, the doc informed her that He had butthole damage. Man, I get that if I eat too much spicy food. He had some sort of scarring on his butthole and we joked that he was a rape victim but assumed that it was most likely from doing something stupid outside or getting into a fight with another animal. And, you know, joking about rape, that's always appropriate. Let's hear more. He hangs out mostly inside but when he does go out, he will sometimes come back and... Come back with a red and inflamed butthole. We continued to brush it off. Yeah, and that's, you know, and that's really that's really how the culture is. You know, that's, that's borderline victim blaming what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Two days ago, he was outside and we saw him walking around the side of our house. My girlfriend, roommate, and I. Oh, so you're a lesbian. Shout out to Alicia. She's a lesbian. Um my girlfriend roommate and I were watching him through the window when our old creepy next-door neighbor came out and started calling the cat over to him. The cat came up th- came up to him and he started to pat to pet the cat a little bit and then proceeded to pick him up and walk around behind a bush out of our sight. He was tall in the bush and crouched down so we couldn't see either of them at all behind it. Maybe 2 minutes later the old man emerges and cat out of sight old man glances at us and walks inside our cat comes back about an hour later and you wouldn't believe it but his butthole was bright red and inflamed holy shit that obviously looks suspect as hell right we haven't let him outside since that as we are worried about his well-being and there really isn't anything we could do about it even if we knew he was being molested by our neighbor any advice on what we should do and if you think He's getting molested any cat butthole <laughs> expertise would be appreciated <laughs> um, oh we're all kind of worried uh, and got a bit of a sick feeling in our stomachs from the whole thing is the old man molesting him or are we or are we overreacting um also side note this cat does not have a single care in the world you could step on him and he'll just lay there and accept it if any cat, were to be a rape victim cat, it would be this one. Any jokes I've made are not to be taken seriously. Just trying to make a scary situation a little more easier to handle. We are contacting the vet now. Um, I'm gonna tell you this, Alicia. Yeah, yeah, your cat's getting fingered by your neighbor, bro. And I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. And I'm telling you this. This isn't a joke when I say it. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be funny at all right now. This motherfucker is putting his fingers in your cat's asshole. And that's some real sicko shit, bro. Honestly. We need to take care of this dude. Um, Hell nah, bro. Hell nah. That's not on. Hell nah. No, to the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. Uh, yeah, I'd keep that cat inside. Cats already, you know, use litter boxes and shit indoors anyway. So that's why I don't like cats. And that's why I don't have any cat butthole expertise. And I'll tell you this too. Um, If I did have cat butthole expertise, call the cops on me, bro. If I'm not a vet and I know about cat rings, ring holes, call the fucking cops on me, bro. If I know things about cat assholes, I probably know things about bad babies Insta- uh, Only fans, you feel me? Do not let your cat out of your sight. Quit your job and become a full-time carer for this trauma cat. This motherfucker is getting fingered by your neighbor, bro. If not, if it's not getting fingered, this dude is putting something up its asshole, like poisonous tablets up its butt. This guy's trying to kill it or something with... with uh, what are they called? Uh, suppositories. He's doing, he's doing like cyanide suppositories or something, which is a very peculiar way to kill a cat. So I think this motherfucker is putting his, hopefully, like, honestly, if the cat's getting molested, I'm hoping it's only getting fingered and not fucked by a grown adult. And he said, this is an elderly man, which is wild. Cause like I'm 30, almost 31. And I don't, re- I don't even really get that horny anymore, bro. Sometimes, you know, I have sex a couple times a week, but like, I've never been horny enough to really fuck a cat, you know, or even think about it. When I used to watch porn, dude, I never looked at bestiality. I never looked at those videos where horses are fucking people. You know, I did when there, there was one that went viral while I was doing, being a podcaster and I saw it and this, this bitch put fucking peanut butter on her pussy and let her dog eat it off. And that is, if that dog uses its teeth and bites off your pussy lips, you fucking deserve it. And I think, I think you go covert ops on this guy. Buy a balaclava, buy some black, um, you know, jeans, tight jeans. You don't want baggy shit while you're going covert and buy a black um, turtleneck uh, and put your cat outside and follow that motherfucker and bring, oh, wear some black Air Force Ones too. Go full fucking, you know, you know, dead presidents on them. And, you know, follow the cat, hide, hide in the bushes and shit and wait until this man grabs the cat and you got to sneak up on this motherfucker and I would bring a camera or or a phone, and keep the phone on silent. And you're going to have to... You're going to be traumatized a bit while while you watch this man finger your cat, but you got to get some pictures of it and then call the cops. Show them the proof. And, and yeah, this motherfucker will get time for that because I'm pretty sure that shit's illegal. You can't finger a cat, bro. Honestly. Honestly. But, yeah, there you go. Solved. Easy money. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in once again welcome to the potty i love you guys make sure you love yourselves and make sure you uh you support the show by clicking that share button that's all i ask of you or you know purchasing shit from the welcome to the potty website or bung bung coffee website but for free if you can support the show for free by simply uh, hitting that share button thank you and as always bung bung